Hello friends, what is happening and welcome back to the Multiverse Podcast episode phase 6 and another edition of the Beyond the Multiverse series for June the 29th. Your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. On this week's episode we take a look at some of our favourite Xbox exclusive titles and try and rank our top 5. I'm your host, the Mad Titan Hussain. My co-host is the meme lord Mio and welcome to episode 36. Mio, how you doing? Hey, hey not too bad. Um, this less really made me nostalgic about a lot of good games so oh, mate, i'm excited for this tell me about it especially with the new xbox coming up and i know we had a few discussions on one of the news podcasts like uh where does this game rank or this game so we're going to do this for every single console uh so playstation we're going to do it for nintendo also but as, as i said man i was just like i was so nostalgic just looking back and re- reminiscing on some of the some awesome titles man it's it feels like with this current console generation of the Xbox One, we've been it's been lackluster, to be honest with you, especially looking back. It's been um, really disappointing. Yeah, really, really disappointing. Um, so the only kind of requirements for this is that the game is uh, exclusive to the Xbox platform. Uh, we're not including any games that were exclusive at first to Xbox and then moved over to the PlayStation um, franchise or PlayStation brand. I don't know if you can hear the motorbike in the background. Can you hear that? Nope. No, cool, fantastic. So RTX Voices is working superbly. Uh, and the only other uh, thing that we're overlooking is if the game is uh, has come out on Steam or something, that's okay. We're still going to include it because essentially it is a Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be looking at games from Xbox, the original Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. So a whole decade, pretty much. All. How long has the Xbox brand been going on for? Since 2000 and... Something. I want to say 2000, 2001, because yeah, that's I want to say that. yeah. when Halo came out. Yeah, so oh, about almost two decades. Oh yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, welcome to episode Play Six. Looking at some of our favorite Xbox games. It's gonna be a hard one. Uh, Mio, do you want to start or should I? Yeah, I'll start. Right, you go ahead. Okay. Um, quick background story. Yeah. Um, I got the Xbox last after a PS2 and GameCube. Oh wow. Okay. And and I got it pretty late. I want to say I got it around 2003. Yep. And like after playing the, first, the other two consoles, like Xbox was clearly the best in my opinion. Mm. So after that, I was like on board with Xbox, like 360, Xbox One, about to be Xbox One X. So yep. yeah. Um, okay. Starting off. For, for me, it was, uh, what did I have? I had, I had the Dreamcast, a GameCube. Dreamcast was, I never yeah. had Dreamcast. Yeah, I never. I I actually never was interested in the Sony brand for for some reason. I, I, I don't know what it was. I've always enjoyed the Nintendo kind of side, and then Sega came along with their Dreamcast, and it was a powerful system. And then I just wanted to be different. Everyone had a PlayStation in school, and obviously, it was during an era where you'd be going over to friends' house like on a regular. There was no such thing as online uh, multiplayer or whatever. So I felt like I was getting my fix of PlayStation when I was going over to my friends. So I wanted something different at my house. And mm-hmm. it was the Dreamcast and then it was the GameCube. And then eventually um, when the Xbox dropped, around, it was, I think, March the 14th, 20, 2002 here. And they dropped 15th November to 01 in America. So once it dropped here, that was the console I got. And I've never looked back, to be honest with you. But I might be looking back when, when we go through this list and there's no fucking exclusives for, for the Xbox One. Uh, yeah. But hopefully that, that changes with Series X. So yeah, go ahead, Mio. Start, start off the list. We're okay. Just um, sorry, just before we get started, uh, I think I've got loads, so I'm just going to be blasting through some of them, and I'll be talking in depth from some of my favorites. So that's how I'll probably proceed. Okay, awesome. Um, first one I want list. I want to 
go with the Project Gotham Racing series. Let's go, baby! Oh, also, 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 you can only pick one from a franchise. Yeah, I was um, about yeah. to say, yep. it was between two and three for me. Yep, yep. But I chose three. Okay, you went with three, okay. Yeah, because it was like one of the first 360 games yep. I played in. That was like the only pretty much game I played because 360 didn't really come out with a strong um, lineup. Yeah. It had con- I think it had Condemned, which was an awesome. Uh, was it yeah. exclusive? I don't know if that was an exclusive Condemned. Hmm. But um, I, I want to say everyone played Halo 2 anyways. Yep. So that's later down on the list. But um, yeah, Project Gotham Racing. Um, I don't know why Batman's not in this game. I don't know why it's called Project Gotham Racing. <laughs> you know why it's called Project Gotham Racing? I have no, no, no idea. No idea. PGR Racing. Yeah, absolute, absolute classic. Absolute classic. Yeah. I think, I think Forza owes a lot to the series because this was like the perfect blend of simulation and yeah. arcade. Yeah. It wasn't like it's not Gran Turismo. No, it's just like hardcore simulation, and it's not Need for Speed either. Where it's straight arcade. It's, I'm it's trying like to remember which one included the motorbikes. Was it PGR three? I think it was the one on three sixty. Yeah, I think it was. I think yeah. it was. But um, yeah, I really like the series. Um, it's unfortunate they don't make these games anymore, but you know, with Forza Horizon, like it's, yeah. this, it's kind of redundant. I've, I've, so, yeah, I was about to say, I think this is kind of its, uh, its uh, successor to yeah, definitely. because um, with Project Gotham, I had I, I actually had uh, PGR Racing two on my list, but mm-hmm. uh, it's the one that had the motorbike, so whichever one. But PGR Racing two, I was I'll stick with PGR Racing two just because I remember buying PGR for my Xbox along with. Two other titles, one of them uh, being obviously Halo, the other one we'll talk about once we get to the list. Saving up my dinner money. Uh, it came out, I think the bundle, yeah, my school money. Um, mate, I went months without eating in school. Uh, and yeah, I can't remember how much the, uh, the launch bundle was, but it included three games. And the, you remember the massive Duke controller? So it launched here yeah, with, uh, yeah. it, I believe, from what I can remember, it launched with the, the Xbox S controller here because obviously with the, with the controversy behind the controller being massive. I, I can't remember exactly, but anyways, I spent about 400 and Project Gotham Racing 1 was the, the first game one and then the second one just blew it out of the water, man. Amazing lo- locale. Uh, the radio was, was incredible, the radio system they had where, I don't know how it worked back in America, but with Project Gotham Racing 2, it had the same radio stations as the one in the UK, so if you had Xbox Live, oh, wow. one of the first games to utilize Xbox Live also, an amazing game. And the Kudos system was probably one of the, my favorite features on there, trying to pull stunts, trying to do drifts. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what we see in Forza Horizon today, but an absolute gem of a racing game, in my personal opinion. And I'm a big racing fan, uh, so this was awesome. And then, obviously, they... Not a single game in that franchise was bad. They they kept on improving. I don't know why they eventually called it quits and they really uh, pushed the series for, forward. Um, I think I think it's because Forza Horizon took it over and you know they were basically the same game. Yeah, I wonder. I, I can't remember the studio for it. Was it? It wasn't Turn Ten. No, it can't no, be. No, I don't think so. It was, it was it was another studio. Um, but yeah, an absolute. I had PGR Racing Two on my list. Absolute gem of a racing game in my personal opinion. So one of my favorites, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I love the covers. Like they had like the Ferraris on there. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, nostalgia! Great. And nostalgia is gonna hit me so hard in, in this list, especially mm-hmm. with the old school uh, Xbox games. I forgot what Ferrari was on. I think it was like the. It Enzo. was the 
Enzo Ferrari, yeah. It was Enzo. That's, Enzo a, Ferrari. that's a sexy car. And that was a sexy car. And that was like one of the, like every single kid in school had that on their wallpaper or something. Yeah. Or as, as a background on, on their phone. It was, it was, it was a class, class um, box art cover. Amazing. Amazing. The style mm-hmm. just hit me hard, man. I'm, I'm probably going to have to, oh, actually, I don't really need to eBay Xbox games because Xbox backwards compatible. I yeah. guess that's what it's there for, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, amazing. Um, I'll do one on my list. I'll do one fairly recent, actually. You can do a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go through a few then. I'll do one fairly recent, um, and it's overlooked. It's current gen. It's Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I absolutely I love this good. game. I enjoyed it so much. It was something different. I think, personally, I think it came out at the wrong time for the Xbox brand, even though Xbox at that time needed exclusive. There was just so much controversy around xbox one at the time that it just overshadowed this launch and mm. overshadowed that game i think if you drop that game now everyone would be all over it. and this it's it's from insomniac obviously the developers that created uh uh what's that what's, what's that game ratchet and clank ratchet and clank yeah and the spider-man game obviously uh but it, i thought it they was, only made playstation exclusives yeah yeah exactly and with sony buying them out i'm I'm gutted because I, I don't think I'm ever going to see a Sunset Overdrive 2. The game didn't take itself too seriously. It was like trying to break the, uh, uh, is it the fourth wall? wall? Third wall? Fourth wall? Yeah. Third wall. Third fourth wall. Fourth wall. Fourth wall. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. uh, trying to make the fourth wall here and there. Uh, awesome game mechanics. It, the mechanics were so good, man. They weren't really clunky. They, uh, it was beautiful. It was colorful. Uh, it's just a shame that, as I said, I think during the, during the time, of the Xbox One, there was just so much other things going on and other things that overshadowed this game. Drop this game now, and I think people will be all over it. To be honest with you, um, yeah, I think also. It, did you ever play Jet Set Radio Future? Yes, I played that on the on the yeah. Dreamcast. It reminded me of that game. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, with a zombie shooting. Sorry, without the zombie shooting and without the the well, Jet Set obviously without the zombie shooting and this without the the graffiti style and what art style of uh, Jet Set Radio. Uh, but an, an amazing game, overlooked. Um, I think they, they dropped this once on, um, is it Xbox Live for Gold or something like that? Yeah, so it was a free download. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recommended everybody to get that at that time. But I love, the thing with me is, and I think this is going to be a, a recurring theme through a lot of these uh, titles, the ones that have it, is um, if I enjoy a game so much, I buy the DLC. And I buy the next DLC, and I just I just buy the season pass. I do everything, and this was one of them. I did. I bought every single DLC for it. I just, I just absolutely loved it, man. It was a beautiful game, and I think uh, it still it will still stand the test of time because of its uh, color palette. Um, I'll go on and I'll do another uh, game that was probably overlooked because of the console it dropped on, and obviously at the time, what was it? Uh, the issues behind the Xbox One. But personally, and we've we've said this a numerous amount of times, this is. Probably one of the best uh, current gen uh, shooters, and in terms of its mechanics, you know where this is going. In terms of its mechanics, in terms of what it bought, and that's Titanfall. Yeah, Abs- I was about to, I was yeah. about to say Titanfall. Absolutely Under- underrated. 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 Even Titanfall Two, even though that wasn't an exclusive, mm-hmm. Titanfall One remained exclusive, which I'm 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 glad they did. Um, I think what hurt the game was the fact that it was just multiplayer based. But you see games like yeah. that doing. Games do that now and get away with it. Um, 
uh, it's because they dropped on Xbox, they dropped on uh, a platform that didn't really have the install base at the time because everyone went with the P- PlayStation brand. So a lot of people missed out on this game. Thankfully, they were able to play Titanfall 2, but the mechanics on this meal. Like, yeah, it, it laid the groundwork for a lot yeah. of things. Like it had the wall running, it had, yep. it's, basically, it's basically Apex, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And for somebody like, you, like yourself, you're not really like, compared to me, a hardcore multiplayer first person shooter uh, person. Mm-hmm. And you absolutely love this. Yeah. The one thing I didn't like about it is um, they had bots on the yeah. teams. Yeah. Like, I wish they just like made a higher like player count. Yeah, I wish they just filled that lobby with like um, let's say twelve yeah. versus twelve. I know the maps were huge, so it gave you something to work on. They didn't really get in the way too much, but at times you just like when you shoot one, you shoot the next, and then you kind of just get you know tunnel vision, and then you you actually miss your actual opponent. Um, but with the shooting aside, them the titan the titans themselves, man, was so that was cool. just that was just something else. That was literally something else. That just felt so cool. I think this game pulled it off perfectly. The the wall running mechanics, perfect. As you said, it's like Apex, but it reminded me of a bit of a uh, Call of Duty mixed with a bit of Mirror's Edge, that kind of fusion. Yeah, well, and they're, they're the ones who obviously make- yeah. Modern Warfare games. Uh, Vince like. Ampella, yeah, the ones that came off uh, the the awesome Modern Warfare one and two. I've, I, I can't remember the controversy behind them. I don't know what, what happened with them at, with Activision. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of funny to see them at EA out of all companies. But they've done things their way, which I'm glad they've done. But I know we're just going to go off topic with Titanfall two. I blame EA for killing that franchise. I don't know if we're going to see a Titanfall three at the I, moment. I really hope they do. I really hope they do because Titanfall 2 was amazing. They actually included the story. I just blame EA for releasing it in such a... They released it in a ridiculous window. They released it. Gears came out and then Battlefield came out and then they released it between Battlefield and then Call of Duty two weeks apart. And it was just like, what are you doing? You're killing this game. And it was the and it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was the best multiplayer game out of all three of them. You could arguably, you could probably say the story is top two out of, the, out of them, that, them and Gears. But what are you doing here? Oh, so, it, was, it was way better than Gears. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. Uh, I think Gears 4 dropped at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for the best. Yeah. Single players. Fanny shooter. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Oh my God. But going back to Time 4, man, what can you say about it? I, I, was, I was playing, I was looking at videos of it the other time. And remember that time when I was, I can't remember which game I was. Rage Queen on was it Overwatch and I decided to download Titanfall or I think it was Call of Duty I can't remember but beautiful the best game gameplay you know what it reminds me of what? I don't know if you ever played Black it was by EA uh, yeah I've heard of the game yeah that game at the time was an underrated underappreciated first person shooter and this was one of them man so it kind of reminded me of the same kind of the same path it, it took um, I'll do one more on my list then uh and I've talked, I've, I've talked a lot about this game with you, Mia. I'm sure you'll remember. And this is one of my favorite games of all time, man. One of my favorites. It came out on the 360. It's by Remedy. You know where this is going. Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. I, I this, didn't know. Is this an exclusive? I didn't know. It was this was, yeah, this was a uh, Xbox exclusive. Okay. This game, man, I dropped 50 bucks on it um, for a special edition. This was when I was working uh, back in the game store. So obviously we, we were able to get discount on games, but if the game came in, let's say our launch window during uh, back in the days were Friday. So 
we used to get our deliveries in on a Tuesday, just like everyone in the world, but obviously you, you weren't allowed to sell it to a Friday. Um, so with this, I bought it for full price. I was allowed to do that. Or I could just wait to Friday and get 25% off. I was like, fuck it, I, just want, I want that game now. That's how hyped I was for that game. And that game was amazing, man. The atmosphere, the, oh, the soundtrack. I wish I kept my collector's edition. It's like, you know when you keep things and then you sell it or you get rid of it and you kind of regret it later on down the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of them, man. This is one of them. Uh, the story was awesome. It's, oh man, I know you, you don't like horror movies or games in, in general, um, but this is one game, man. It's all, so obviously you had, um, uh, they're, they're not zombies, but they're kind of like, um, um, not ghosts. What's the word I'm looking for? Mm, uh What's that word, Mio? Ghouls? No, not ghosts, not not things. Apparitions? No, there's a word for it. Anyways, so you you had um, these kind of uh, extra kind of... uh, Anyways, you had... Let's just call them zombies. Let's just call them zombies for the sake of it. Or ghosts or whatever, or or souls or shadows or whatever. Anyways, they would hunt you and their weakness was the light. And the light was uh, Alan's uh, torch. And obviously the battery battery would, would run out. So you had to... Uh, find ba- uh, batteries. Uh, you only had a pistol throughout the game. Uh, yeah, so a gun and sorry, a pistol and the, the the torch was kind of your only weapon. And obviously, flares eventually, and the lampposts. If you could uh, switch on the generator to get the lampposts running, it was such a tense game, man. It's such a tense game. Absolutely loved it, man. This is this is probably one of the best IPs that uh, have come along on the 360. Despite Remedy, Remedy make great games, man. Yeah, they yeah. make apps. Uh, for for me, I, I I've never seen Remedy make a shit game, in, in my personal opinion. Uh, a great company. They remind me of uh, CD Projekt Red for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's because they're up from the, those Scandinavian countries. I, I don't know. There's something about them that reminds me and resonates with me. Um, but a beautiful game, man. And it was just it's it was way ahead of its time at the time. I wish, like, I know when they dropped. Um, what was the latest control? They teased yeah, control. some sort of DLC um, that was like, uh, it had the Alan Wake um, font and I went mental, man. I, I, I could I could like, I was, I was so hyped. I don't think it was anything to do with Alan Wake eventually. Uh, I think, but, aren't they yeah. going to connect the universes? Uh, they're part of the same universe. So I hope, I was hoping they would like Quantum Break, Alan Wake, um, the Max Payne universe, apparently. And uh, control were all part of the same universe because they all kind of use bullet time essentially. Um, but yeah, Alan Wake, man, oh, an amazing game, one of my favorites, man. This is that game, man. It hits hard. I I played that one so many times, and I played the DLC. Um, I don't know if you're an achievement hunter or if anyone's listening oh, to this. You're telling me I I rented Avatar: The Last Air. <laughs> oh, you did this so I could get thousand uh, achievement points. Because you could maybe, get a thousand yeah, points. I remember that. Minutes. I remember that. And I remember what was funny was I sent my brother to the game store, the one that I worked at, to, to buy it. And uh, our manager, Gareth, at the time, he was like, uh, he knew this. He was like, he knew what why people were buying this game because people were buying it and returning it. So my brother <laughs> boy returned it and Gareth was absolutely fuming. He knew. He, he, he did give him a refund. He gave him in-store credit. Uh, yeah, you just bash, bash a button for like five minutes and then, yeah, and you, you get a thousand achievement points. Uh, but yeah, with Anwake, a thousand achievement points, man. And even on the DLC, both DLCs that dropped, uh, hunted every single uh, achievement, various gameplays. Oh my God, an amazing game. 
and I think this is on backwards compatible on Xbox, so definitely check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Well worth uh, your time. And uh, I, I know you're not a, a big fan of uh, horror games, Mio, but that's for anybody else out there that I like that's any awful boy. Maybe pick up Alan Wake. Pick up Alan Wake because uh, it's awesome. Um, I'll let you do one on your list. Okay. Um, one on my list. This is a game that I was like actually surprised it was an Xbox exclusive. Yep. Um, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Oh, okay. I've, I never played that at the time. It wasn't my my okay. sort of thing. Um, so before Skyrim was you know the game, before yeah. Oblivion mm-hmm. was the game, this was like this was um Bethesda. I think it's yep. yeah Bethesda. This, this, this. Yeah, yeah. At, they, at they, the like, yeah. they lay like the groundwork of like what an Elder Scrolls game is going to be. Mm. Um, it was super open world. You, there wasn't like any restrictions. Like you, yep. you could start the game and you could just go anywhere. Um, I remember I started the game and I like went to like a high level area and I got like immediately killed. <laughs> and like the game was like, the combat was like a little iffy, but overall like it was like, a, it was like a really good game. Like, I remember, I remember playing it on the Xbox, but I didn't know what the game was about because it just really, mm-hmm. it just, Threw you in, yeah. and you're just in this open world. I remember the loading, the first part you load into is like this like little village, and there's like a massive pond in the middle, and there's a bridge over it. And that, that's why I remember from that game because it's like, what do I do now? And this was me as a kid who didn't really appreciate games like this. If you yeah, give me that game now, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. But um, before like Oblivion, like completely like actually perfected it like it had yep. like quests and stuff this one you just kind of like screwed around it was like kind of like a sandbox um i never beat the game i never got close to beating the game i just like went around and did stuff it was pretty rough it was pretty fun yeah i guess it was one of the games you just load up jump in do a few things yeah and then call it quits i guess I yeah i think if that if that game came out now or if i had access to it now i think i'll enjoy it a lot more Especially mm-hmm. kind of with our knowledge of games and like like look, we jump into a Dark Souls game and we just we we set off. So it's kind of a very very similar in that sense. Um, oh, I don't know if you're finished, but if you are, you can do another yeah, one. I, I, I didn't know if you were fin- finished. Yeah, I'm finished. Okay, go um go ahead and do. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll do two and then yeah. you do one that way. Yeah, you got a Yeah. Um. Uh, I will do. State of Decay 2. Mm, uh, that's, an, that game. that's an Xbox One game. I love games like this where there's a lot of uh, tactical thinking. There's man management, supply management. You know what? It's out on P- Xbox and I might play it on PC just to get the whole PC feel to it. Um, it's basically some, a zombie survival. It's like The Walking Dead. So you kind of create your own community, send people out on quests. You go out on quests. And it has permadeath as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, you set up your settlements, you set up various settlements so you could um, send out loot between all of them. Uh, and <clears throat> during, during the game, you're obviously there's, there's a main story to it. You're trying to protect your settlement. There's uh, the, the enemies that might come and uh, rob you. And then during this whole time, obviously, you don't, you don't just have the enemies. You have the zombies who are they're deadly. Once You could probably handle one or two on their own, but then when they start getting into a horde of five or you get surrounded, you're in trouble. You're definitely losing one or two uh, team members. And it becomes very, very chaotic, very, very claustrophobic, especially when you have to go into a building and you haven't cleared it out properly. If you haven't cleared it out properly and there's, let's say, various types of uh, zombies and ones that fall in, let's say, uh, 
cavalry to come in and and support them, then you're in trouble and you're definitely losing, as I said, a few members. So I like that aspect of it. I like that tense aspect of it. Uh, I played on the Xbox One a few years back and uh, absolutely loved it. I, I, I blasted through it. I think it was during Ramadan. I blasted through it. Uh, I don't recall playing the DLC, even though I wish I did because the DLC fixed a lot of issues with that game. Uh, it was very, very buggy. Um, the loadings took forever. I don't know how it's like on PC. I'm sure it, it plays much better. Um, but I'm sure you've heard of it, Mio, haven't you? Yeah, I've I've been really interested in playing this, but um, you know, people always said it was like super buggy. It's like super so weird. buggy, and so it was buggy, like super long, and I didn't yep. really want to commit that much time into it. Yeah, it's, it's it is a really long game, and like you can invest your time. It's one of those games where it has like this really. I wouldn't say generics a plot, but it's kind of close to being such a generic zombie plot. And then it's got side quests. And then the side quests are really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. But these side quests go on forever. There's so many to do. And this, the story itself is quite long. And um, you get to a point, because it's kind of repetitive in a sense, you're like, oh, come on, I, I just want to proceed. I want to do something different. Um, but I over, overlooked that with all the whole management of the of your settlements. Okay, you you want to upgrade your tent. You want to build your fortress. You want to build um, a looking tower here, maybe a sniper tower here. Generators need to run. <clears throat> you need water. You need supplies. You need what you're doing with this, um, let's say, this piece of land. You're going to build a farm there. So I like that whole aspect. And and that derived from the fact that uh, I was enjoying The Walking Dead at the time. Now I, just, yeah. I hate and I can't stand zombie games. I think they've just been they're overdone at the moment. And, and I think I think the need for them and I think people's, I don't think people care about zombie movies or games anymore. No, nope. but I would love to go back and play State of Decay two on PC. See how it how it feels. I'm, I might actually do that. And um, but it's it's a great game, and I think co op is going to be an amazing thing as well. An amazing experience. But yeah, State of Decay two is on mine, and I'll do one more. I will go with. Oh, I don't know which one to go with. Oh, you know what? I'll go with Halo Wars two. I think okay. uh, so. We're not counting that as um, the Halo series. No, different. no, no. Okay, D- different. Um, yeah, Halo Wars two. Uh, I enjoyed Halo Wars one, but I think number two. I think it, Microsoft touched up on a lot of issues with that game. Stories, uh, stories, pretty cool. Halo stories have always been pretty cool, unless you're Halo five. Yeah, I was about uh, to say. Yeah, uh, I, I actually enjoyed uh, ODST a lot. ODST is good. Yeah, underrated in my opinion. Reach is also a great story. Uh, all the stories are great except for five in my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, Halo Wars 2, I think you, you can't really have a strategy game with uh, on a console, but I think Microsoft had probably pushed it as far as they, they could. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be interested to see where Gears of War Tactics uh, goes with a, a, a controller-based layout. But Halo Wars 2... Well, uh, gr- I think oh, you can do that. Because XCOM's on Xbox and it's pretty good. Yeah, X- XCOM works really well. I, I never got a chance to play on Xbox. I downloaded it and never got a chance to play it on PC. But it's always been seen as, okay, you know what? These strategy games are always, a, it's a PC thing. It's just so easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they're overlooked on, on console, just because they've got a multitude of uh, buttons and button mapping. But Halo Wars 2 works really well. I think it's probably the best uh, RTS game on the Xbox and console. Uh, obviously this is coming from a first party studio so it should be has the Halo name to it uh, and it was nice to see something different from the Halo franchise and it's the same with Gears with Gears Tactics 
it's nice to see kind of something refreshing for that franchise. Um, so Halo Wars 2, an incredible RTS game, and it works extremely well with the, with the console. Story is great. Uh, it, everything feels like it deserves to be in this game. It doesn't feel like, okay, they've just picked up a warthog and gone, okay, you know what, we're just going to chuck it in there just for the sake of it. Everything feels natural it all falls into place naturally the the, the spartans the the, the enemies uh, everything it, it feels natural and that's what i loved about gears tactics on pc it's, it's it's natural feeling it feels like they've done it, it doesn't feel like the halo universe has always been the first part the first uh first person shooter so it no, feels I think, I think they actually started as a third person shooter yeah, oh, if you saw yeah. like the early gameplay, the early one with uh, Apple because Bungie used to be owned yeah, by, yeah, yeah. by Apple. Um, but with Halo, yeah, what I was going on was with Halo Wars. If you if you were to jump in, let's say you're just a new new to gaming, you went into the store, you, the first thing you saw was Halo Wars. You picked that up and you played it. You'll never think that okay, Halo Wars belongs to a a, a first person shooter franchise because it just fits so naturally and does everything naturally. Um, and what you probably expect in, in an RTS game. So kudos to um, to Microsoft for doing this. I'd love to see a Halo Wars 3. I'd love to see them branch out, maybe do something different. But yeah, Halo Wars, I don't know which one I've got on my list. I, I, I really can't make I've my only, mind up. I've only played one and one yep. was, I, I really enjoyed one's yep. campaign. Yep. I I played a little bit of twos, but not that much. But yeah, one one was really good. Yeah, I've, I I think I'll go with uh, one just because it's the first one to branch out of the the franchise and do something different, and it and it works well. I think two improved on it, but for mm-hmm. me, one was like, oh wow, we've got a Halo RTS game. Yeah, we not only just got dropped. yeah, everyone's um, speaking out exactly, and it's not we don't just only have a Halo um, RTS game. We've got an Xbox RTS game. Like yeah, people were asking for that. Um, it's the same that keyboard and mouse uh, support is not on. Uh, not on there because that would that would have been great because mm-hmm. I know Xbox offer keyboards and mouse support for for some of their games. Unfortunately, Halo Wars hasn't been updated for that, which is which is a shame, really. Uh, Mio, I'll let you do one on on your list before okay. I take it away. Um, well, on my list, I have the Halo. I mean, the Fable franchise. Mm. Um, I chose two. Yep, because I feel like I feel like two's the best. What yep. do you think? I've got two on my list. Yeah. Okay. I've um, go on. You 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 go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Um, Halo, Fable One. The hype around that game was ridiculous. Yep. Um, rightfully so because the creator was saying you, it's gonna be. You the know why? Creator. Peter Molyneux knows how to yeah. hype up his games. It was. He, it was kind he, of. He promised. A, he promised features that we that were like not even next gen. They were like next 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 gen. Like it was yeah. features so far features that still haven't been accomplished now. Yeah. Exactly. So far fetched. But um, like, Halo. Why do I keep saying Halo? Fable One was like a good game, but everyone hated on it because it wasn't like the greatest RPG of all time, like he said. So yeah. you know, rightfully so, it got the backlash it deserved because you know the creator was being really obnoxious about it. Yeah. But um, Fable Two, it was like it was Fable One, but it improved on everything about it. Much improved, um, yeah. They added a dog. The the combat was pretty fun. It had like a good mix of like melee, range, and magic. Um, the yep. story was pretty good. The ending was kind of anticlimactic, mm. but um, it was it was like a really fun game. It wasn't a hard game. It was like super easy. Yeah, it was one but of the first games that fun. also included um, uh, the system where if you chose A or B, it would have an impact. Yeah, uh, and that obviously improved upon in in Fable Three. 
Uh, my thoughts on it is, if, is that I believe Fable got better and better. Uh, I don't think it got worse. I just I think each Fable that came along improved on something. Uh, obviously, each Fable that came along also received so much backlash because there was promises that were never fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Fable 2 is definitely my favorite out of, out of the lot. Fable 1 was awesome. I really enjoyed it. It's available on, on Steam, I think. I think it's only, what, four or five bucks on the Steam sale. So well worth a pick up. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll tell you, you're going to be picking up a few games on this list because there's a few that I think I'm going to be jumping back on. Uh, so hold your hold your horses. Don't don't, don't rush and, and and buy Fable just yet. Uh, but yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think it was a game. It is, it's not seen as one of the best RPGs of all time. Uh, it, it gets overlooked. I don't think it brought anything new to the RPG franchise. It played it safe in some sense. It tried to play it differently and tried to think by just like promises unfulfilled. Um, Peter Molyneux just used to hype up all his games. So I think by the time the second one came around and then the third one came along, people knew not to get too hyped for it. And I think with the third, uh, the, the, what, the, what was it called? The karma system. Yeah. You either did good or did bad. You either became a good uh, king or a dictator in a sense. I think that was the third one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, and, it was a little one. Yeah, I really enjoyed that storyline, but I felt that was just, it got a bit boring and repetitive for me. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Fable 2 is definitely uh, in my in my favorite Xbox games of all time. It's a shame they haven't, I know they're rebooting it. I, d- I don't know what they're doing with it. I would love to see a return. I know they they tried to do something. I come up, they tried to do Fable it was like Legends game. or something. I don't know what, they, yeah, they tried to do a Kinect game. The Kinect game, Connect in general failed, so they Badly. took yeah there horrendously. Connect games on this list. None. I, I was tempted to put one because I've actually played one. Which one? Dance Central. That game oh. was sick. Uh, uh, I want a super. Uh, was it was that Superman that oh and you did a Superman dance. I was like, yeah, Dance Central is one. Is a lot about you. I didn't know. <laughs> Dance Central, man. Um, but yeah, uh, that failed miserably. So they dropped that, and then they they turned it into a card game or something. I I don't know. It was just it was horrendously speaking bad. Of, speaking of Soldier Boy, by the way, when's the Soldier Boy console coming out? Did he say he was coming out on a console? He, he did. He bought a few out, but then he got he got done for copyright because they just look like Xbox and uh, and they <laughs> Nintendo Switch. That was that was so funny. Um, yeah, so it failed miserably, and I, I'd love to see it. I think the team that behind it is Playground Games. So the team that uh, did. Uh, are doing the Forza Horizon franchise. Oh, They're the ones behind um, the new Fable. So that's in the works. And I think it's been teased for a possible Xbox. I would love to see that at the Xbox reveal they, event in July. Yeah, if they revealed it, I'd be so hyped. Yeah. I've seen screenshots of just... it. So Play, Playground Games and Microsoft have dropped screenshots of just like... It seems like this same setting as, uh, as Fable by like a super obviously 4k resolution and they go look this is what the graphics engine that we're working on no one knows what it is but a lot of people have kind of uh, come to a conclusion that this could possibly be the fable game because it kind of have the same setting it's kind of this fantasy forest uh, village type uh, setting um so yeah I'll, I'll be so hyped man i'd love to see a fable game just a nice fresh reboot uh start again with that franchise and take it from there mm-hmm Anything else you wanted to add on that on that mirror? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the dog you had in Fable Two and Three. Mm. That was really cool. Like the AI was really good. It would like run in front of you. Mm. It would like do tricks for you. Like that was pretty cool. It was also uh, what was interesting about the game. I think I don't know if it, this was in two, 
but I remember it from three. You could turn on the wayfinder. I think it was in two because that's why two was easy. If you turned on the wayfinder, it highlights the path for you on the ground. So yeah. rather than than it being on the ma- on a mini map because it never really had a mini map. So this was something new to the RPG game, and I think some games have done that. I can't remember from the top of my head which RPGs have done that recently. Um, so yeah, that was one feature, and I, I love that feature. I, I turned it off at some points because some points it just felt so easy. You're just mm-hmm. following the market to go from game, like you could press like A the whole game, and you would be that game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll do I'll do one on my list, then Mio. An absolute gem of a sandbox game and you know where this is going this is another one like fable where they've they've gone down the road and they've fucked up badly i haven't played the latest one i'm tempted but crackdown and not crackdown yeah not crackdown two crackdown one the classic the all-time classic the 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 spending hours upon hours upon hours collecting those stupid orbs scattered around there is it Night City or some some I don't remember. I don't even remember. I can't remember the name of the city. Just trying to boost up your characters, like collecting uh, infinity stones, and then you you could pretty much jump from a uh, from the top of a skyscraper and land, take no fall damage, and create a crater in the ground. I love that game. Yeah, that was drive, cool. Drive your car up up a skyscraper. That game was just it didn't take itself too seriously. It had a funny enough. It had a story in, happening in the background while you're going around just enjoying this open world playground demolishing everything uh what i used to do was um pick up cars stack them across like the roads and then just throw an rpg at them and just see them just blow up one by one and just, that was mm-hmm. amazing but yeah it's a shame microsoft didn't know what to do with it i i know i think firstly they were kind of cheeky with crackdown because the reason i don't know if you remember you remember the reason why everybody everybody bought crackdown for the Halo 3 demo fair. yeah for the Halo that. 3 yeah demo do you remember that so yeah. I was one of them I, I, I put I, I got the, the game put the game aside redeemed my code I was like yeah I'm just gonna wait for the demo to drop demo drops played that for the for the duration was out and then yeah once it's done I was like oh I actually bought this game let's have a look and see what this game's all about and I absolutely loved it I can't remember yeah. who was better but I think number one's the classic I think two yeah, improved it was, massively it was really good yeah, to improve massively, but number one, just because once again the nostalgia reasons of buying it just for another. I bought a game for another game. I bought Crackdown not to play Crackdown, but to play a Halo demo. Essentially, uh, I dropped forty quid on that game. Quite expensive at the time. Um, Microsoft knew what they were doing, and yeah, unfortunately, they didn't know what they were doing in the follow-ups after two. They did Crackdown three. Did they do Crackdown three? Yeah, this is yeah, one of the latest ones. I played this, it on Game Pass. Yeah, so uh, that game has been in development since Xbox One first announced. Broken Promises, cloud-powered. I don't even know what cloud-powered means. This They said you could demolish the entire city. Uh, yeah. Multiplayer is going to be incredible. I'd, I looked at it and I was like, this looks hella boring, and this is not the crackdown I know and love. Mm-hmm. And then... It disappears for a few E3s. It comes back and you're like, hey, we still got this amazing game. But look, Terry Crews is in it. I'm like, oh my God, this game's going to be amazing because it's got Terry Crews. And uh, it, it disappears again. People, you start read, you know, when you start reading in the press about certain things like, oh, news leaks or this doesn't look good, there's no smoke without fire in my opinion. So my, the alarm bells were, were ringing. I was like, okay, something's gone wrong with this game. And then eventually... 
this when the game dropped, I heard that this game was a Game Pass game. It wasn't a full retail game. That's why they dropped it in, in Game Pass initially. Because um, this was before the whole policy that Microsoft uh, introduced that every single first party game will come to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they dropped this on Game Pass instantly. And you can you can probably tell why. I know you said you played it. I haven't. I probably won't because I don't want it to ruin such a great franchise for me. So yeah, unfortunately, they've messed this one up. And hopefully sometime down the line, they'll bring out another another crackdown because this game doesn't really... I don't feel like it needs reboots because it's just each one could be its own unique city, own unique storyline, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. So yeah, it, it, it's a shame that it's... Let's just call it dead for the time being. But Crackdown, another amazing Xbox title and one of my favorites, like all of them, of all time. That's why it's on this list. Okay. Um, I'll do one on my list. Yep. I have Ninja Gaiden. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I knew you could have this on this list. This game? Before like, Dark okay. Souls. Before Dark Souls. Yeah, but um, I was like, I want to say 10 when this game came out. 2004. Yep. Yeah, 10. Yep. Um, this is hard. Yep. I didn't know it would be. I didn't know it'd be so hard. I like died on the first boss like over and over and yep. over and over again. Yep. Like this game was really Dark Souls before Dark Souls, and yeah. like it really tricked you because you thought it. It looked like it was gonna be like, you know, like a Devil May Cry or like, um, what's that one game? And only Mushu. Tenchu. Game like Tenchu. Just, yeah. yeah Tenchu on like, the Mushu. Yeah. Where you just like slicing people left and right, but it was like yeah. it was Dark Souls. Yeah, it was like really cool though. Which one do you have on your list, Ninja Gaiden two or one? I've got two. One. Oh, you got one. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. I've got two. Um, I didn't really like two or three. I thought one was a classic though. Yeah, one, one is a classic. Cool. Before one. Dark Souls, yeah. You, yeah. you know what was funny? It punished players because it punished players who thought you know they could just slice and dice their way through the game instead of like uh, making your attacks uh, precise, your dodge perfectly timed, your blocks like you're constantly ready to go you know what i mean and yeah. um i think it was uh, man this game was responsible for probably even the most determined players to rage quit uh, like i i think if i played that game but this time i think i'll still struggle i think i think oh, that game definitely. was just an absolute oh, it was crazy man before dark souls man i knew you were gonna have this on on your list i knew it brain emoji this is actually a spin-off actually of dead alive because main character he's a dead life character yeah he's in the de- he's in dead life yeah yeah but um the bosses were cool as hell yep. um the first boss is like nunchucks i never like, made it that far buddy never made it that far you didn't make it past the first boss <laughs> i didn't make it that far nope wow yep yeah wow. you have to remember i was at a young age where this game I mean, if i played ducks i look What's the remake that came that's coming out? Demon, Demon Souls, Souls, yeah. Demon yeah. Souls, the remake that's that's been redone for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I've still got my original. I need to post this up on the multiverse. I've still got my original import from China. And back in it came out February 18th. I remember the date 2000 and something. Let me just double check. I know the exact date. Uh it came out. Um yeah. February the fifth, sorry, two thousand nine. It came out. I started getting into those games at that time. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy this game. I couldn't find a single copy for it because it was uh, Asian. Imported it from China. Uh, bought it, bought, started playing it and I rage quit. I was like, what the fuck is this game? It's one of the hardest games I've ever played. And I was just rage quitting. It was just like, I was so determined. And I eventually sold it to my, my friend. Actually, I didn't sell it. I gave it away to my friend at, at work at the, at the game place. 
and um, he struggled with it and he just he gave it back to me he sold this playstation once he sold the playstation he, he gave it back to me he said I found this in my pile of games and every time I see it I just remember you giving it to me and just you, you causing me a lot of pain so he gave it back to me and I've, I've, I've still got it so I've had it since then and that like that game and Ninja Gaiden man at that time it was just like why are you doing this like now now I would enjoy a game like that but I think I'll still rage quit at those games man I think mm-hmm. I would me too Absolutely. I, I think you know what um I think maybe it's hard to say that I think it suited that era of gaming because there was a lot of other hard platform games. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember if, if it was Streets of Rage. It was something along the lines of those type of games where you die like in the first kind of level and it, it took a lot of determination. I think nowadays gamers really want something. I think because of the time constraints that people have, unless you're on a lockdown nowadays, that people want something really, really easy. Mm-hmm. and really just straightforward so I think Ninja Gaiden came out at a perfect time Demon's Souls came out at a perfect time and yeah it was just man rage quit after rage quit I nearly broke a few controllers at my time yeah but um yeah that's Ninja Gaiden I knew you were going to have that on your list um let me do one on my list uh, talking about a spin-off from Dead Alive 3 Dead Alive 3 uh I got that on my list because alongside yeah, Dell. It was between Dell Life three and four for me. Yeah, I, I went to four because it was like another three sixty. Yep. Um, opener. What's not now? Yeah, opener. not opener, but yeah. I know. Um, launch launch title. Yeah, launch title. Yeah, I went with Dead Life three because that was a launch title for me on the Xbox. And yeah, that was that bundle that I was telling you about. It came with Halo, uh, Combat Evolved. Uh, that game never interested me at at first. I was like, what is this weird looking guy at the front cover with this weird looking gun and it just says combat involves but looking back now combat was certainly involved with the Halo franchise which we'll touch on uh, upon shortly mm-hmm. uh, came with Project Open Racing the first one and Dead or Alive 3 it had this character Red Box Heart holding three fingers up and he looked like uh, Ryo Hazuki from Shenmue and I was like yeah I'm sold what is this game um, I wasn't I wasn't good at fighting games. I don't think I'm, I'm the best. I think it's probably one of my weakest genres, but I absolutely loved it. It was one of those things where the, it, what sold it to me was a graphic that starts with a new gen, new console, new machine. Uh, and it's one of those games where, you know, when you have friends over, it's, it's easy to play. Like uh, you have your friends over for a fighting game and everyone's just buying mashing and it shows off the, the, the quality of the console, you know, the power of the console. Uh, but yeah, I put it up there because of the nostalgia reasons. It, one of my first fighting games I've, I've played on the Xbox. Uh, prior to that, what was I playing? I think I was playing Virtual Fighter on the Dreamcast. I played the Dra- Dragon Ball Z Budokai on, on GameCube. Yeah, I played Tekken with my friend. Uh, Tekken 3, I believe it was, or Tekken Tag Tournament. Awesome games. So Dead Alive was different for me. Oh, also not uh, Soul Calibur that came, further, came further along the lines. I think Soul Calibur came up on Dreamcast. I can't remember. And then yeah, we had, has. yeah, and Super Smash Brothers on the GameCube. So there was a lot of different fighting games around that time. And fighting games were popular, man, especially in the arcades. Dead Life 3 had this kind of different feel to it. It was very, very slow. It was very, very chunky. Yeah. It, was it, wasn't, that, yeah. it wasn't about um, like executing like complex combos. Yep. Like a lot of games where you just like pull off like a 25 yeah, combo, combo so, yeah. Practice, like six yeah. hours. It was more like <laughs> like small hits and like counters. That's yeah, what I liked about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. 
it was a slower paced game but it was very very simple to in, in that sense where as you, as you mentioned it's not about putting up fake uh, kills oh also more combat as well around the time and street fire it wasn't about putting up together these like fake fake combo streaks it's about mm-hmm. dodging being precise with your dodge knowing when to duck uh, knowing when to jump, knowing when to pull the first punch or kick, knowing when to pull back, um, grapple, all those kind of stuff. And it, and it was great. It was kind of, it was a chess game in, in a way where you just had to be tactical with your moves. And mm-hmm. one move and uh, it, the curtains were, were, were closed on you, on you, to be honest with you, because if you were up against a good opponent, and uh, I had a few friends who were just naturals at fighting games, um, that's it. You're 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 in trouble. They'll grapple you, and you wouldn't be able to get out one by one kick after another, and game over pretty much. But yeah, this this came along in that bundle, uh, and just an amazing fight game at the time. It's a shame the franchise is not alive anymore. I don't know what's yeah, happened to it. Was, it. You know, um, they, yeah, there's some you know stuff that happened. Uh, yeah, wasn't it with the director or something with yeah, sexual assault you know, cases or yeah, yeah, the whole Me Too movement or something like that? Well, I, I, well I, you know he. That was like kind of obvious because like yeah, I the only criticism of these games was like they're like super sexualized. Yep. Which you yep. know, teenage me yep. liked, but now yep. looking back, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, like the boob, back yeah. the boob. It was, uh, it, was it was showing off the physics engine, wasn't it? So the the physics didn't make any yeah. sense, man. It was no, like no sense whatsoever. It was like it was like forty old version <laughs> when it was like the actual sandbags. <laughs> like I mean, the best. And know? then it obviously spun up uh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, which yeah. was also an Xbox exclusive. Never played that because how am I explain going to explain to my parents I'm buying that game or they're walking me? It was like uh, I, I never got I never got the point of that game. I never got the target oh, market for that game. And I honestly I don't, I, don't, I don't get the target market for it. There might be a point, but yeah, besides me. Um, so yeah, Dead or Alive is also on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, do I do one more? You're doing? Yeah, I do one. Um, okay. I I okay. Um so PlayStation has the Gran Turismo series yep. and Xbox has the Forza series. The Forza which series. Which I actually think is better than Gran Turismo. Hundred percent facts. Yeah. No cap. Uh, no Gran, cap. No cap. Gran Turismo might have more cars, but like that's that's pretty much all they have over Forza. Yep. Like Forza has better graphics, it has better physics, it has like better the, uh, so, I, I enjoyed this yep. Better physics, like, better tie the it was a, it was so heavy on simulation though, like in terms of tire brake performance. Yeah, the uh, first one was like super simulation. Yep. Like which I, one? Which one have you got on your list? I have the newest one. Forza oh, Horizon. you got Forza Seven. Okay. Oh wait, no, Forza Horizon and Forza Motorsports yeah, are two Forza different Horizon franchises. Boy. I think it's uh, boy. the newest one that's in the UK. Okay, yeah, yeah, but you're talking about Forza Horizon and Forza Horizon and Motorsports are two different franchises. Well, come on, come on. No, same. no, no. Two different franchises because I've, I've, got, okay. I've got two different ones. Okay. Okay. Let's let's talk about Forza Motorsport first. Yeah. Cool. I did have like seven. Seven's good. But um, what Forza Motorsport 1 introduced that was like really groundbreaking to me was they introduced that, that like line that you could yep. see. It was like blue. That went oh, turns, yeah, yeah, yeah. The break. Yeah, yeah. So you would actually learn how to play those games. Yep. Like Gran Turismo. You don't know like how to like I've, I'm like 10 years old when Gran Turismo came out. I don't know how to drive. Yep. I don't know. I've all I've played was Need for Speed games, and I was like, "Why can't I turn? Why am I hitting the wall every time?" Then this one mm-hmm. is like, "Okay, when you're tu- when you're turning, you have to slow down, you have to brake, then you have to turn." Yeah. So you know, Gran Turismo. I mean, Forza taught awesome. me how to drive. Uh, fun fact for you, story time. Uh, the reason I'm so interested in racing games, 
maybe less now, but I'm a big motorsports fanatic. And it's because I had, I actually had ambitions to be an F1 driver. So Ooh. I was doing go-kart and racing and stuff like that. And I know this might not mean much to you because it obviously the team names, but uh, there's a team that used to be called Jordan F1. And I actually messaged them and they sent me back a message and they said, this is how you get into F1. This is how you right. get into our racing academy. You needed half a million pounds in sponsorship to even start up. Yeah. Aren't you too big to be an F1 driver? No, no, this was uh, ages ago, man. This was when we first moved to this country. Okay. When but we were like, a kid. I feel like F1 drivers have to be like 130 pounds or something. Like you have to be super skinny, man. Super yeah, yeah, skinny. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're talking about big in the size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have to be super skinny. So yeah, this is where my ambition came up. So for me, looking back, I knew where the racing line was. I knew like a lot of these um, um, kind of geeky details about tire management. Um tire wear, suspension ride heights, suspension stiffness. Uh, but like looking back at it now, this if the Forza franchise, at first it was cool. I had I had Forza Motorsports 1 on there. I remember the poster. I remember the, the Nissan. Uh, 350Z? That was 350Z at the front. Uh, the poster I had was, it was parked at the petrol station and, it, and with the tagline, Forza Motorsports, you are what you race. And I was like, let's fucking go. I was hyped. I was all over it. It was called the Gran Turismo clone, but it was far from that, man. Far from it. It introduced so many different things. It was so much better. You'd have to wait seven years for uh, a Gran Turismo game to drop. Um, and, and eventually, each one got improved, improved so much more. It, I think it's just got uh, to the point where it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, if you want to learn to go drive a car, you could do so in Forza Motorsports. Get a steering wheel and away you go. I had the Forza Motorsports, which one was on the 360? The first one on the 360, was it three? I think it was four? three or four. Yeah, I bought, you remember the official Xbox steel wheel, the white one that you come to the table? I bought that. I, I bought that and I had that. Uh, and it was just incredible. And each Forza that's come along, they've included something that that a lot of racing games now do. Um, so the rewind button is one of the best features ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just they takes start the, that? They started it, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. They started it. And then you Race Drive... Then race driver grid uh, uh, took it over, and Formula One bought over the, the video game. So, yeah, they've introduced a lot. They've done a lot for the kind of the racing community. I would say this is far from a G- uh, Gran Turismo um, clone. I remember, you know, it's like when you support a team. You know, you either support this team or that team in school, or you either have a PlayStation or Xbox in school. And there was always this kind of the whole fanboy, and it. There was this massive fanboy community over oh, what's better, Forza or Gran Turismo. And it was so funny that my friend, who was a massive Gran Turismo fan, and he was a diehard places fan, when he got hold of Forza Motorsports, he was like, yeah, this is something else. And then Forza Motorsports 2 came out, blew everything out of the water at the time. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Forza Motorsports actually on my list, the first one. And um, yeah, let's dive in straight into Forza Horizon then. You've got Forza Horizon 4 on yours? Yeah. I've got Forza Horizon 4 also. Uh, I love the weather system oh. in this game. Like the so summer, good. spring, so good. Um, what's it? Yep. Fall, yeah, fall. fall yeah, <laughs> got this. <laughs> summer, <laughs> spring, autumn, winter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wait. Um, Forza was actually the first, um, Xbox One X game I got. Oh, okay. And it was like the first 4K game I got, and it was yep. like it's beautiful. I was like, okay, there's a difference. It looks, it looks stunning, doesn't it? Oh, also when they, the when they had the Jeremy Clarkson, when they had the Jeremy Clarkson, um, uh, what was that thing? The showroom thing. 
when you could yeah, go yeah. into the showroom and then he would talk about the car that was awesome and uh, the cool. photo mode was awesome and then they had top gear on there which was pretty cool like top gear here in the uk is massive i don't know about in, in the states it's 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 like kind of it's, it's, like it's massive here. here like we used to watch it every sunday night amazing before they sacked uh, all three of them so everybody just gave up on that tv show um but yeah forza horizon four man take it away yeah um it's like so fun it's like it's still the perfect blend of simulation or arcade it's not like quite need for speed it's not Gran Turismo, but it's just like a fun game. Like you just mm. race. There's a huge selection of cars. There's like some um, stunt modes where you're like racing um, a pelican. Yeah, yep. or yeah, cool. or a train or a blooming jet yeah, or helicopter. Cool. Show show showcases. I think they were called or something. And it's got like a great variety of races. There's like street races, yep. um, traditional races, dirt racing, off road racing. It's like you you never get bored with that game. Like I could play yeah. Forza Horizon right now. Like and it's on Game Pass, so it's free. Do you know which game it reminded me of? I think I don't. I think it was an Xbox exclusive. Do you remember Test Drive? Yeah, Test Drive. Yeah, Test Drive. Yeah, it, the original Forza Motorsports reminded me of Test Drive. <laughs> I love oh, Test yeah. Drive so much. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, man. Weber system amazing. It's a nice blend between simulation and. Uh, arcade more on the arcade side and i think this is the right way to do things like we, we talked about it at the top of the show where halo did halo wars and it went to the rts so did gears forza, uh, forza went from a simulation base and they spun it off and made an arcade and they kind of it gave them obviously development time to work on the next forza motorsports while obviously horizon dropped so it was kind of a one year uh, motorsports uh, series would drop the following year horizon and they'll take it in turns there was rumors there was going to be another uh forza series i can't remember what it was um diving into so there'll be diff- three different uh, forza games uh over the course of three years but what i loved about forza, uh, forza horizon is the fact that it didn't really take itself too seriously also with and it included like um the lego stuff and it included the yeah. hot wheels yeah. Those are awesome, and like the DLC That's for cool. those were pretty cool. Uh, and just once again, just for, the thing I love about Forza Four, Forza Horizon Four, sorry, is the fact that it had the, an amazing weather system. I love the whole seasonal uh, event thing, but it also had this kind of cool story, uh, which you wouldn't expect in a Horizon kind of in the in, in the game. Obviously, the other ones all that were based on um, the festivals, which were pretty cool. Uh, the music was pretty, it was okay, but it suited that surround that scene. Yeah, man, they, they, they've done well. Playground games um, have done well with the Forza Horizon. And I'm all for it, man, because it gives turn 10 time to make a, a Forza Motorsports. So I'm looking forward to Forza Motorsports 8 and then maybe Horizon 5 and whatever else is coming out from, from those studios. But amazing games. And yeah, man, I just, it's, it's all, I think the boards in, uh, Grand Turismo, sorry, Forza's Quartz in terms of uh, its comparisons with Gran Turismo. So uh, Gran Turismo for me, it, it looks very, very boring, very, very lackluster, very, very slow, very, you know, lethargic. It's, 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 it's dry, it's dab, it's, um, it's dull, you know. When I've seen it, I was like, yeah, you've got a massive roster of cars, but what are you going to do with those cars? I'd rather have a, it's quality over quantity for me. Yeah, um, definitely. Let's, let me do one then on my list. I'm going to have to start blasting through a few of mine. Uh, I'm going to leave the big hairs to the end. Let's do Quantum Break. I'll quickly touch on that. Quantum Break, Xbox One. Um, this actually derived from um, 
they cancelled Alan Wake 2, so the engine became obviously Quantum Break and a lot of assets came into that. Uh, I actually loved Quantum Break. I think it's an underrated Xbox One game. Uh, and this is when Xbox was doing the whole entertainment thing. They had the TV show at the same time with the game. So you, you'll play a chapter of the game. Some people enjoyed it. Some people hated it. I was more on the, uh, like, enjoying uh, I enjoyed it a lot. You'll play one chapter. The events that happened in one chapter would carry over into the TV series for that episode. And you, and, and it worked. It, it seemed cool. It seemed like a, a new thing. You, But I didn't want Xbox to go down that road. I'm happy the whole entertainment thing with Xbox failed. Now they yeah, can just focus too. on that. Yeah, now they could just focus on games. Uh, I think they let that get away, get get in the kind of in the way of creating games when they first launched the Xbox One. Um, but yeah, Quantum Breaks on there, great game man, great mechanics. It had um, that character. Uh, he's not he's not the one from X Men. I think that's his twin brother. He was in the following TV show. No, that, of, that's that's him. From is that X-Men. him? Him? Yeah, that's okay. X-Men. Oh, because he's got a twin brother. Does he? Yeah, he's got a twin brother. Yeah. His twin brother think, is actually in a TV show called The Following with um, Kevin Bacon. Let me look it up um, really quick. Look it up, just double check. Um, see, and then it had that black guy in it. I can't remember his name. Athletic. Yep, I love him. Um, uh, John Wick and... From John Wick, yep. yep. Uh, so that was one of them. Uh, no, wait. Sean Ashmore. Yeah, he's in X-Men. Yeah, okay. Cause he's he's in The Following got, too. He's got a twin brother though. I think that's the same person. Oh my god, he's gone. I'm sure. Okay. Anyways, Quantum Break's one. Uh, let me do another one on my uh, on, on my list quickly. I'll just quickly touch for it. Lost Odyssey on the Xbox 360. You ever played that? I didn't. Uh, great you Japanese know, uh, JRPG. Like yeah. yeah, Japanese uh, JRPG. Um, Xbox needs more of that, and I think the only reason they did this was to kind of break into the Japanese market because Xbox 360 failed. They got to a point where. They stopped sending 360s. Um, but it's a story of a, of a character who's, who's immortal, who's lived more than 1,000 years. He doesn't remember his past and he doesn't know where his future lies. So you just go out for this journey. You meet characters. You, they join you. Uh, and it's, just, it's a turn-based JRPG. And yeah, I absolutely loved it. Massive scale. Came on four discs. Four discs on the 360. Oh, crap. That's huge. Yeah. That's massive, and I absolutely loved it, man. It was it was it was something different. I'm not really into JRPGs, um, but this was this was great. So that that was one of them. Uh, touch on a few more quickly. Fusion Frenzy. Oh, I love this one. Classic. Classic. This, this was like, like this was like Xbox's Mario Party. Yep, yep. This is when party games were a big thing. When the Wii came, was it? The, I think the Wii came out at the time. No, no this was X, original Xbox. Okay, yeah, because they did it on the 360. I remember playing on the 360. Is there a 361? Oh, there's wow. a 360. Yeah, there's a 360 version. Oh, unless I played the Fusion Frenzy on the 360, I think is what. Yeah, my friend had it. Uh, so this was one of those games where, over the weekend, you just bang out loads of um, party games. It's amazing games on there. Absolutely loved it. Um, what other one should I just quickly touch on? Uh, this is, I would say, the birth of Bioware. When people think Bioware, they think Mass Effect, they think um, Dragon Age. For me, when I think Bioware, I think Jade Empire. Uh, okay. Available on Steam, four bucks. Uh, picking this up, definitely, for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've always wanted to play this game, but I, I missed out on it for some reason. Yeah. But I hear this is one of the best ones. One of the best ones, yeah. So you're just a martial artist master. I'm going to read you the synopsis from Steam quickly, who follows the path of the open palm or closed fist in this multi-award-winning RPG you choose. Your choices and actions will determine the fate of the entire Jade Empire. Will you prevent the destruction of this beautiful land or will you crush it beneath your heel? 
Are you a warrior who uses strength and fighting mastery to bring peace, or will you instead use your power to bring pain and ruin? Um, so that's from Steam. That's the synopsis of Steam. Uh, a great game. I absolutely loved it. I did finish it. I think this was a bit too heavy for me at the time. Uh, being a kid uh, during the Xbox era wasn't my sort of thing, but I'm definitely picking this up on PC. I really want to replay through this. Uh, four bucks, you can't go wrong with this. I'll probably buy it straight after this. Um, amazing graphics at the time, amazing story, character development, uh, RPG elements. I think this was Bioware just picking up the pace, you know, like it set the tone with, okay, this is what our RPG games are going to feel like in the future. And they just got better and better. And then just gone downhill ever, ever since a few certain, uh, certain games like Mass, Mass Effect and uh, Anthem. But this, this was, I wouldn't say a peak, Bioware, but this was close. This was close, man. This was close to being a, an absolute masterpiece. Um, I'll do one more quickly, just touch on before I let you do your continue doing your list. Uh, Dead Rising. Dead Rising Ooh, was on my list. Yeah. Original three sixty game. Yeah, loved it. There was a few tedious, tedious aspects of it, like the whole stopwatch uh, or counter countdown timing to it, so, and the game took part took place in three three days i think it was in game days um it was i like even though it was tedious and you could fail missions doing it and stuff but it, it gave you the sense of you know you need to hurry up you, it gave you the sense of an emergency it gave you the sense that yeah you are in a uh, a post zombie apocalypse there's no time to rest and, and stuff um so it was basically fetch quest missions you just go out grab survivors try and survive in this zombie infested mall uh for three in game days before the, the helicopter arrived or something. And I never really finished it because I always messed up my storyline. I always messed, it was one of those games where you mess up someone or someone dies and, and stuff. It messes up the storyline. You could actually fail the game. It got really tedious at some, certain points, but it was so good. It, it's one of those games where it reminds me of kind of Demon Souls in the sense where, you know, when you fail and you just, you want to keep going. You want that sense of reward at the end of a, a, a certain uh, mission. It was the same thing with this, but this had permadeath of it, obviously for certain characters and it had um, perma, I don't know if it's a thing, but perm, perma failed mission. So you couldn't reload from a checkpoint or anything to restart that mission. Um, great game, great game. And it spun off a few different games. So Dead Rising 2 was absolutely incredible. And then Dead Rising 3 and 4, not so yeah. not so great there. I think the it's, different art style, yeah. It kind of followed like the Saints Row boot, where like yep. it just got more stupid like, and stupid. More yeah, outrageous. By the end, it was just like it's just like silly. Like you couldn't take it seriously anymore. Yeah, it was a launch title as well for an Xbox One. I think Dead Rising Three showed off the uh, the the graphics and showed off the power of the console having so many zombies on screen. But take me back to Dead Rising One with 360. I know they what they did was they uh, they bought out uh, not DLC, but they kind of a different mode where there wasn't like the rush in terms of countdown. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but an amazing game. One, one that is definitely up there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you do a few on your list. You could blast through a few on this before you get to the big hitters I'm saving up for. Okay. Um, well, I'm already, I'm already at the big hitter. So do you want to do? Okay. I'll do. Uh, let me see what I've got. Okay. Cause I have like three more on my list and you probably know what those three are. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> let me see one. I've got that. I've done Crackdown Fable, Quantum Break, Project of Um Cool. Um, I've got Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Is that a big hit on yours? That is a big hit. Okay, let's do that one then. Okay. Um, okay. Um, 
how do I say this? So this is probably like one of the best video game stories of all time. And like, that's not like a hyperbole. Like mm. it's so good that the actual Star Wars movies like acknowledge that like it actually happened, which is like a big deal. Cause yep. a lot of video game stories, like just they're, they're like throwaway stories, honestly. But um, like if you saw the new Star Wars movie, even though it was trash, they they mentioned the main character's name from Knights of the Republic. So they're probably going to... And they're talking about making a Knights of the Republic movie. Yeah. With uh, Keanu Reeves in it, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, wow. We need to save yeah. that piece of news then for the, for the next week's well, podcast. Well, it's, it's just a rumor, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's actually true. But um, um, the story is amazing. Um, the combat, um, it was good at the time. I tried playing it recently. It hasn't aged that well, but... um. No. This was really, I think this is really what put Bioware on the map because yeah. they made like some Baldur's Gate games before, yeah. but after this they had like the pot, the power. Yeah, then and after I, that, this, that's what. Yeah, Empire. and I do want to mention them when I was talking about Jade Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, uh, I, I think it was awesome. I think no, I don't remember it as much as you do, and I know you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I am, but I, I found Knights of the Republic awesome, like on every level, engaging story, yeah. character characters you actually cared about kind of the turn-based kind of battles, they moved so fast that you felt like, you know, the real-time kind of hack and slash. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the kind of the branching conversations were so good. They yeah, were so good. That was awesome. And those uh, games just added them in there. Just it, Some games make you feel like you've got choice when there's really no, you don't really have a choice. But with this, everything felt like, you know, purposeful. Yeah, there's there actual two endings. Yeah. Depending if bad. It was, it was hard to play good because the bad... If you played bad, you'd get like all the core powers. Mm. Um, yeah, this was like really, really, really. And, no, and uh, you, you, t- you, you touched it there, where it was actually hard to play good because it's the bad side, it's the dark side. You know what I mean? It's just the whole this whole trend with style, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, side quests were awesome. The outfits are amazing. The upgradable dark and light force powers amazing. Mate, this is this this is an RPG and it's a masterpiece in a sense it's a masterpiece I don't as I remember as I said I don't remember it as much as you do but from what I've played and what, what I remember it's it's a masterpiece I I don't remember a, a RPG to that caliber for a few years after that man I really don't I think during that era I think that was kind of the king I think when you talk about Star Wars Knights of Old Republic a lot of a lot of people remember that game a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame how Star Wars has gone down now uh, I know they're trying to kind of rectify a few things. But, yeah, because yeah. because essentially EA has the license. Yep. And they've been they've been making like some okay games, but um, I, I miss when LucasArts had it. Yeah. Because you know, with LucasArts, they made um, Dark Forces, they made Jedi Academy, they made yeah. Broke Wolf, Squadron. Broke Spider-Man. Oh, they made some favorites. They made oh, um, what about um, the one with the the Battlefront? Yeah. Oh, Bounty, Bounty Hunter was sick. Yeah, that one. Man, I played sick. that on the GameCube. Oh my God. That Bounty game was, was amazing. That was, amazing. Ba- that was basically the Mandalorian. Yeah. How, how many Star Wars games are going to be on our GameCube or Nintendo list? That's going to be... Uh, in, yeah. Yeah. I think we should do GameCube separately because GameCube had some smashes. Yeah. Absolute yeah. smashes. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. We've got, we've got everything you said on, uh, on Star Wars. Uh, I'm going to do another one. Uh, and... 
I wish Microsoft bought this out. So this was during the time, same thing as I was saying before, Forza versus Gran Turismo, FIFA versus Pro Evo. There was one that was always up against Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, and that was Tom Clancy's Splinter, Chaos Theory. That game, I don't know if that's on your list. Have you ever played it? I didn't know it was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, Splinter, Chaos Theory. Uh, I believe I'm. I'm sure I'm 100 percent certain was an Xbox exclusive because I don't remember seeing it on the PlayStation. Just double check before I continue. I'm 100 percent sure. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. Let me double check. Splinter Cell. The first one was Chaos. Yeah, it came out on PS1, PS2. Oh, really? Which one came out on Xbox? I think just the first one. Ubisoft won't make an exclusive. They they care about. Uh, mate, Splinter Cell Xbox exclusive. There was one. There was one that was. I think the first one was. Oh, was oh, it? The first oh. one done. No, I don't think any of them were exclusives. Uh okay. I'm gonna take that off then. Just makes my top five a lot easier. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Splinter Cell. Uh, Great games, by the way. Uh, amazing games, man. Amazing games. Uh, it was exclusive for a year. That's what it was. Oh. Yeah, it was exclusive for a year, so we're not going to include that. Um, let's hit the mountain and start climbing the peak. Gears of War. Mio, which Gears of War is on your list? This is hard. I want, I want, it was between two, two for me. Yeah. Um, two is a great two. Was like the, it, it was like everything bigger, everything better. Yep. They introduced Horde mode. Yep. But I had to go one. One you won one. Like, oh wow! One wow. changed the game. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Like everything was a first-person shooter before that. Yep. But when Epic was like, "This is a third-person shooter," everyone's like, "A third-person shooter? Like why?" Yeah. And then they introduced the cover system. Yep. They they basically came up with uh, stop and pop. That's what yep. they called it. Um, it was like, and then after this game, every, every game had a cover system. Yep. Every game had a cover system. Every game was a third. Every game. Shooter. And they introduced like, the most iconic weapon of all time as well. The Lancer? Yep. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. I think, I just think it, it laid the foundation for third-person shooters. Like, third-person shooters aren't where they're at. Nah. Gears of War. Like, yeah, exactly. Grand Theft Auto basically copied Gears of War in, in terms of shooting. Um, the Last of Us. Yep. Do you remember? Yeah. Did you ever play that game called Vanquish? Uh, yeah. With yep. the sliding. They need to make yep. Vanquish. Yep. That was literally that was Gears. That's yeah. literally Gears. They need to make make Vanquish too. They need to make Vanquish too. Is this Sega that made it? Make Vanquish. Uh, yeah, Sega and somebody else collabed yeah. on it. I think. Yeah. But um, what's your favorite Gears? Uh, I'm gonna go with Gears too, man. Okay. I'm gonna this, go with Gears. I'm gonna go with Gears too. Yeah. Horde mode for was me, sick. For me, it was just it was. Bigger, bolder, everything. I loved it. Uh, but you know what? Oh, I'm gonna go with Gears One. Yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go Gears, Gears One. One. You know why? I'm gonna go with Gears why? One for the multiplayer. Yeah, because the memories on that game. Man, oh my I, goodness! The memories, Mia, Mia. We used, don't talk we, about it. we used to have something. We used to. About, you're gonna make me cry. We used to have something because obviously we. <laughs> When I lived at my parents, we lived in this estate where, you know, like being kids, you all go, you all go downstairs, play football on a Saturday night or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to have this thing after we played football, after we did 
and we were kids playing hide and seek after we were playing tag or whatever we used to play when we were kids uh we would go up and we would go we would start something called gears night so everyone in that state had an xbox 360 that's how popular that console was Mm -hmm. everybody in that state had a 360 and i believe it was 5v5 or 4v4 anyways we had yeah we had that we always had that a perfect amount so we'd what we do is we just ra- do random teams we created a super team at one point but it was just so op that we just had to create random teams so we had uh i think there was four good people in, in the state so there was uh uh me my my brother hassan uh, actually yeah no we the teams were all balanced but anyways i would have gears night and we'd be on for hours and we'd have this like on on a friday night on a saturday night uh not on a sunday night before school night but the memories man and you know what people argued over? The host you know, advantage. Who's hosting? <laughs> who's hosting? And it was the funniest. So we had to take turns in hosting. It was the funniest thing. Host advantage with the... With the, Wait, uh, the wildest part was there's no matchmaking. You had to no, find all the matches by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, crazy. And people still played it. Amazing. It was like the nostalgia on it and the, the most nostalgic map ever. It's like with... Uh, Call of Duty. Every time there's a Call of Duty game, they bring this. Uh, they bring the Nuketown map. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with Gears, with every Gears game they bought out, they bought out. Was it Gridlock or uh, yeah, Gridlock? Yeah, I can name all the maps. Gridlock, Mausoleum. Yep. Um, Garden. Classic. Oh, so many good games. Classic. The one with the train in the middle. Yep, yep. The one with yeah. what about the one with the helicopter? I think that was in Gears too, maybe. Uh, no, no, I think it's the first one too. Yeah. The thing about Gears, every single Gears map was good. Mm-hmm. every single one was well designed it wasn't like this free lane thing it was just it oh, was just rooftops so was good too rooftops. our rooftops was awesome with a hammer done hammer, oh my god the talk bow we had some people on our teams that made they were popping off shot uh, sniper shots from across the map it was incredible man incredible and the funny thing is would um i think we all we were all in the all in the party at once and stuff and we'd just be able to trash talk each other Oh man, the memories on that. So yeah, no, I'm definitely going. I'm going with Gears One, man. Absolutely, absolutely. People le- would hate you when you tagged them with a grenade and run away. <laughs> Do you remember that? That's the funniest thing. Or um, <laughs> so, you you tag the grenades on the wall and wait for somebody to run up the stairs and for them to blow up. Yeah. That was also incredible. Oh man, memories. I, they don't Makes they don't make games like game. that anymore, man. And that was the uh, that was I would say that was the peak of multiplayer games, man, for me. In all honesty. Yeah. Like, I know we have so much fun now playing different games. And I think we have that fun because we're in two different countries. Wait, but I don't, wait, I don't, want, I don't want to say peak multiplayer. There's, there's another game that was peak multiplayer on this list. Yeah, we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. But what I meant was Xbox Live reinvented multiplayer. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was something different, man. And uh, it, it was incredible. I never um, played uh, Xbox. I, mean, I never played an online game before Xbox Live. Like, it, yep. it, it, it changed my life. Yep. Um, before you talk about it introduced me to racism <laughs> yeah pretty much it introduced, uh according to uh xbox live everybody my mom's a hope because everybody's fucked my mother you know what i mean it's just like yeah okay thank you um i think both of us are gonna hit that peak that mountaintop in a bit but there's one game i just wanted to talk about quickly and i think you should buy it on steam and it's left for dead oh do you not have that on your list no no, no. That's a classic. Yeah, that is a classic. That is um, an absolute classic. I couldn't decide between one and two. I went with one because two was yeah. very, very two's, similar to two's one. Pretty much, two is pretty much like the exact same game. Yeah, so I went with Left 4 Dead. We had the same thing, man, running with Left 4 Dead. Um, 
we had about five of us in their state playing Left 4 Dead and trying to do the missions. Exact same kind of nostalgia feeling. Uh, I bought, I've, I've bought them on Steam. I bought them, uh, I believe, Ooh. last uh, Steam sale. I bought them for like 250 each or something. They're, they're ridiculously cheap. And they're heavily populated still. People still play them. So I would love to see a Left 4 Dead 3. I don't think we're ever going to see one, but an incredible, incredible game. Mm-hmm. And Mir, there's only one game left to talk about. Uh, I don't know. This is going to be an interesting topic because I mm-hmm. couldn't decide. I don't know about you. Uh, Take it I, away. I, I, I... I, I decided. I think I've, I've, I've got it. I've got it on on here. I've got it on it. I've typed it. Shall I say it first, or are you going to say it first? Like, well, well, for for the people listening, it's you know, it's obviously Halo. We're trying to decide which one. I went with Halo Three. Oh, I thought. Wait, what about Halo Three? Yeah, I'm actually, stunned. I, I went with two. You went with two. I was going to go with two, but no, you had to go with two. Oh. let me tell you why two is the best. Go on, go on. Okay. Because, you know, Halo 2, the campaign was sick. It didn't have the best ending ever, but it did, like, what The Last of Us tried to do, yep. Halo 2 did it. Yep. And it did it well. Yeah. Like, no, no one, no one, no one, I'm, yep. I'm telling you, no one knew you were going to play as the Orbiter. Like, mm. people were shocked. Yeah. People were like, what? I, I remember that feeling to, to today. The Covenant. And, like, yeah. people, people love the Orbiter. Like, the or- yep. people love the Orbiter. The Orbiter is sick. Um, okay. If we can't decide, can we just should we just go with the Master Chief collection? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the multiplayer is what makes Halo Two the best. The reason I went with free was because of multiplayer because it was obviously with the three sixty, mm-hmm. and it was obviously you had multiplayer with Xbox or Halo Two, and it was incredible. It was fascinating. It was like I remember this. I was like, this is is this the future? I was, you could play with people in a different house without you being in the house essentially I'm like wow this is something new but with 360 for me it took it to another level man yeah it, but for Halo 2 I think when the 360 came out and yeah. it was like 05 I don't know the exact numbers but I want to say 99% of all people who own the 360 were playing Halo 2 at the same time mm-hmm. like yeah. everyone on the planet was playing Halo 2 yeah. like it's like I, again, I don't know the numbers, but I feel like more people played Halo Two than more people played Fortnite or Call of Duty at yeah. the same time. Like it was, it, was, it was incredible. I remember going incredible. to school and like I would just ask for everyone's game attack because yeah. everyone had Halo Two. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, Halo let's 2. go with Halo. Let's go with Halo Two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's nostalgia feelings just going. What's your game attack? Add me, and then you, you had these stupid uh, game attacks with like. Uh, a character and then numbers or xxxx at the end because somebody else took your game attack or or some something stupid you Uh, could um, you could like customize your emblem yep some people had like a ku klux klan emblem yeah nazi signs it was just ridiculous uh before they like censored that stuff yeah the the nostalgia feelings the multiplayer maps the multiplayer modes um the just the commentator on the mode as well like uh oddball yeah this is cool yeah my nick nick would love this podcast right now right now nick nick would tune in and be like listen you would to probably us. say halo 5 that bastard i loved halo 5 in terms yeah. of multiplayer i really liked it i like the fact that halo's traditionally been a really really slow type of multiplayer mm-hmm. i know they included was it in forward they included certain things which i didn't like the whole yeah i didn't like the armor ability yeah i did like that but with five it felt like a traditional halo but kind of a bit more speed a bit more 
influence with like let's say the speed boost and stuff and i like that it sped up the game for me but it didn't really take it take i want to play five again but it didn't really think, take you know, yeah it didn't take me away from the okay. feeling of halo the original the halo. banking system of halo was beyond its time it was basically yep. the overwatch banking system now it was like if you won a game, you'd gain a bank. If you lost, yep. you lose. You go down, like, and then if you if you gain ten ranks within that rank, you'd level up that particular rank, and then and yeah, go so forward. Like, you could and actually I, like, you could actually see if someone's good. Yep. Because they, they had like the leaderboards as well, first time in its yeah. time, so no one could trash talk you in school. It was so funny. Uh, there was another thing. Uh, also, it had skill based matchmaking as well, which is pretty cool. So, oh, yeah. it'll throw you in the ahead same lobby. Time. Yeah, ahead of its time. Right? And the funny thing is, it was ahead of its time at that time. And games nowadays are still struggling with that aspect. Like, Call of Duty, you, sometimes you're going into a lobby where people are just standing looking at you and they're still not shooting. Like, you feel, you feel like you're playing with a bunch of kids. Or sometimes <laughs> you're going to a ranking, a map, a match, sorry. And it feels like everyone is just op everyone's just hacking everyone's just like so halo was a way ahead of its time it was it was so balanced i never went in once in 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 a halo game and felt like i was out of my reach out of mm-hmm. my depth um multiplayer maps i can't i, I can't remember the names of them i get them confused especially with the fact that i played the master chief collection and I just jumped there put all the maps all together so i don't know which map is upon where but the maps were so iconic um the the vehicles i think it was one of the first games to actually introduce vehicles into uh, multiplayer, even large-scale multiplayer games, uh, it was unheard of to have go. Was it twelve v twelve or ten v twelve? Ten. Um, it, was, it, it ranged from like four to v four to eight v eight. Yeah, so it was unheard of at at the time, and it was just it was new. It was peak Xbox Live with the original Xbox. I know Project Gotham was also part of it. There was another game, Mech Assault. There was uh, Crimson Skies. There was Panzer Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Those all those games utilized xbox live but nothing utilized it like halo and i think we saw we, we we've seen all the nonsense and call of duty lobbies that's nothing compared to the halo lobbies oh nothing. so so nothing racist. nothing so toxic so toxic so like if you survived the halo lobbies back in uh during the halo 2 era i think you could you could probably survive a, a nuclear holocaust to be honest with you it was it was yeah, that bad bags everything oh my, yeah, tea, ba- tea, tea bags. bags invented in Halo. It was just like it was bullying. Absolutely insane. Oh, everything. Absolutely insane. Somebody, I think, drove up to somebody's house with a gun because he he found his IP because it was uh, it was pissing him off on Halo. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. All all sorts of story. People staying up, uh, drinking energy uh, drinks to and collect the Halo tokens and ah uh, nostalgia feeling. But yeah, let's go with Halo too. Yeah, absolutely first- legend. Would you say it's the first, like, great multiplayer, like, community? Yep. Yep. Because after this, it was, like, the Call of Duty, you know. It was the, yeah, Call of Duty came along. It was the Fortnite. But I feel like Halo Live was, like, the first big one. Well, I uh, guess Counter-Strike. You could say Counter-Strike, but Counter-Strike was more of a PC thing. Yeah, and it was, like, pretty niche. Yeah, Counter-Strike was niche. You need... PC PCs back then you could and if you could run anything but mm-hmm. except for crisis but um, the whole mm-hmm. communicating with people I think the Halo community was different it was you buy Xbox I, I don't know how it was in America but here you would buy an Xbox Live uh, membership box in that box you get the membership card to redeem 12 months and then you get this weird headset that goes looped around your head and it comes with one mic and um, yeah it's just I think 
it was it's that nostalgic feeling man just go oh, amazing and i remember what was it, it was halo 2 i can't remember it had, they My, had the first esports too i, yeah, I want to say because yeah. they had the mlg yeah. major league gaming yeah and yep. like halo was like the first big esports game yep and uh ninja has a then after that was like to thank uh, halo for his kind of success also i remember yeah. halo 2 came out around the time i I think my sister was being born and my mom was was actually in hospital at the time with with my dad and we were at home uh, and my parents, my dad was strict in the sense where we didn't, we weren't allowed to play video games during the weekdays because obviously schoolwork and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. they were packed away their console and with my parents being away in the hospital waiting for the birth of uh, my sister, we, we used to take the console out, plug it in and we'd go split screen there. Uh, Halo, me and my brother, and it was so funny. We'd go in this particular map, and I was spawn this scorpion tank, uh, and I'll play against my brother in such a sweaty fashion where I'll kill him, make sure I get the scorpion tank, and it was game over from there. I think it will listen to this podcast and he'll remember these moments. But absolute these this this list, these games, man, they just they just resonate so much with me in terms of the memories, man. And even though gaming is now a more advanced place. There's not a single game where I go, oh, you know, besides Overwatch, there's hardly any games where I go, you know what, oh, the nostalgia feeling, I want to do that, or it makes me feel good, you know what I mean? Compared mm-hmm. to the old school classic games, man. And we need more of those games. They're just, personally, they don't make them like that anymore. Like, yeah. back in days, it wasn't about, oh, how far can we push this tech? Obviously, everything was limited. Everything was kind of on the same level. It was about how can we deliver the perfect gaming experience for people. And with Xbox, it was like, okay, we're going to back broadband for uh, the internet provider. Uh, and it worked. And they provided us with Xbox Live. And now everyone's got Xbox or, or some sort of uh, network. So it, it's it's incredible. It's incredible how far we've come in, in terms of gaming. But Halo 2, the kink. I've, I've said, let's just put it out there. Halo in, in general. That's why I, I can't wait for the new Halo. I I need Halo to come back and take its crown. It needs it's to sit the last on top. Chance. It is. It really is. I know you can't talk about Xbox without Halo. You can't. You can't talk about Halo without Xbox. But it is its last chance because no matter how big of a franchise, people's attention will kind of waver off, and you've only got the hardcore people playing. Like, I'd love to continue playing Halo right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's an amazing game, but it's just take it back to the old school roots. I know they'll change things up. Don't. What about Royale Gaming Infinite? I was talking to Nick the other day when he was when he jumped in on one of my streams. Um, just don't put Battle Royale. Do go go down the different route. And what I enjoyed about Five was this whole massive kind of um, come of which mode it was. But you you'd get these cards and you could use them in in game and stuff like that. That was a that was a nice mode. But yeah, Halo Two man, absolute legend. So um, many memories. So many memories. Mio, this is the hardest part now. Okay. Of all the games we've listed, what would you be your top five? Okay. From, from have, fifth to first. Okay. I have five Ninja Gaiden. Yep. Four Titanfall. Cool. Three Knights of the Old Republic. Two Gears of War. One Halo 2. Cool. I've gone down a different route for you. Uh, I didn't include Star Wars because I don't remember it as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not big on the Star Wars hype. And I, yeah. And the reason I didn't uh, put Titan 4 is because I think I've got enough shooters in here. And yeah, uh, Project Gotham Racing 2 mm-hmm. means too much to me. Alan Wake, once again, um, amazing game. Love that game. Left 4 Dead comes in at 3 for me. 
just because and and now that's where it's coming it's coming into the nostalgia feeling of just what we used to do with those games with friends and and on xbox live gears 2 and halo halo 2 so those are my top five nice uh Mil- Actually, wait let me switch yeah. five let me switch out Titanfall for forza yeah okay forza forza five forza forza five for fifth place amazing yeah. To be honest, I had Splinter on there. Uh, I had Fusion Frenzy towards the end of it. I had Ninja Gaiden. All these games, man. I just hope that Xbox goes on. And we, we talked of, about this off air. Uh, they just need to deliver some great IPs now. Uh, mm-hmm. Do what my, uh, Sony have done. Use your IPs that you already have. Your big franchise, like Halo, Gears. Don't kill them off do something good with them and bring through more new IPs. Like we're not asking for five exclusives a year, maybe two, two at max. You know what I mean? One of the first half, another one for the second half. So I can't wait for the Xbox uh, conference. I can't wait to see what, what games they're going to drop. Just drop Halo Infinite and I'll be happy. But yeah, Mio, is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, nope. Cool. Just waiting on Halo Infinite. Hopefully yep. it's the game that saves Xbox. Hopefully. Mia, do you reckon it's going to have a Battle Royale mode? Uh, I don't... Uh, I don't think I so. I, 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 I wanted yeah. one in the past, but I'm sick of the traditionalist. Yep. Keep Halo. Keep Halo Halo's. how it is. I don't think it was too Halo. I don't think it's going to work. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so just keep it how it is. You know what Halo game I really wanted? It was cancelled as well. It was the open world Halo. Remember back in the days there was always talk about it? Like mm-hmm. a Warcraft style Halo? Uh, there was always leaked photos of it and a leaked photos of the cancelled uh, game it was that's something i would love to see to be honest with you um cool let's just wrap up there there you have it our favorite xbox games from the original xbox to the current console what did you make of our list did we miss any out be sure to look out for the interactive story on our ig instagram page during the week to let us know what you makes what makes it in your top five on that note Thanks for joining us this week for episode 36 of the Multiverse Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, keep up to date with the latest news, see more Multiverse content, be notified when we go live on Twitch. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at themultiverse.ig. Also subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. If you found value in the show or you just had a good time, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes. Simply tell a friend about the show, that would also help us out too. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week and we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.